Yeah, this is a Japanese peace lily. Um, it's a it's a pop culture plant. This uh, plant is actually prominent in the movie The Professional. Okay. Have you ever seen The Professional? I have With not. Natalie Portman, young Natalie Portman. It's about an assassin. Well. And uh, he befriends Natalie Portman's character. Uh, her character, her family is killed by corrupt cops. And so it's oh. just a story about how this hitman assassin becomes like a caretaker of a little girl. And he's he's a professional killer. That's why it's the professional. Wow. It's a really good film. It's one of my favorites. Okay. That's cool. Sounds like a deep storyline. It's an actually really good film. Yeah. Oh I'm dealing with allergies today. Oh. I have a lot of, I have really bad allergies. And for some today for some reason today is just one of those days where it's flaring up. Yeah, that's not good. Oh my goodness. You ready to be in? Yeah. Okay. You've never have you've never podcasted before, right? No, I've been on K Fox, but that was just music playing. It wasn't actually talking. Talking really. about stuff. Okay, but you kind of know how it goes. Come on, this is is it? This is just like K Fox. Okay. Rip. Yeah. Wish K Fox was back. <laughs> I know, me too. So sad. But you uh, you played music, so you're kind of like. Oh, we played. Yeah, we. Played I mean, you music. played songs yeah. and mixes and things like that. Yeah, so so I just you press the button and then yeah. you'd introduce a song. And yeah, yeah. Let it fade out. Yeah, yeah. And then what would you do in between? In between, well, sometimes we'd say like a trivia question, and okay. then people would call in, and okay. then we'd be like, "Yeah, you're right," or "No, you're wrong." So that's like as much. Time so you as you were kind of like a trivia master, and a DJ. Yes. Uh -huh. That's so good. Okay, so th this is just right up your alley. I feel like this is all good stuff. Okay. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and just start the show. Hello, everybody. My name is Minsu Choi, and you are listening to an Educated Life podcast, a podcast about Christian higher ed and the world. Of college, and uh, we've been deep into our student series called Student Stories, and I am excited and joyful to have my good friend and one of my RAs, Danielle Courthouse, onto the show. Hi, Danielle. Hello. How are you? I'm really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad to have you here. Um, this is usually our one-on-one -on -one time, and. Um, it's been a goal for me to incorporate um, our one-on-one -on -one times into the podcast or vice versa, however you want to think about it. But so good to have you here. Um, you mentioned uh, right at the beginning when you came in that it's a pretty busy season for you. Yes, so it is. Yeah, give us kind of like an, uh, a 360 or like an overview of like what's been going on in your world, in your life. Um. Well, for sure, academics, so school. <laughs> yeah. I'm an accounting major. So. Accounting major. Yep. Junior. Junior accounting major, yes. And well, here's the thing. Um, one thing about you that I really appreciate is you actually um, are passionate about accounting. Yes. <laughs> and I love that. It's so, I mean, okay, so not to make fun of accounting, <laughs> but, you know, it's just numbers. Yeah, I get that a lot. <laughs> no, it's like, oh, accounting isn't isn't super fun. Or no, for sure. I mean, it is a underdog uh, topic or major. I feel like in terms of how interesting it can be. But I definitely, as I've gotten older, um, deeply appreciate people who have good accounting <laughs> skills and understand how money and finance works. And I do think it's a very interesting subject. Yes. But that's why I really appreciate you because I think you. 
um, you are aware and you appreciate some of the complexities about the subject matter. And not only are you um, really good at it, uh, like you're incredibly studious and yeah, you're just really into the, the, the major and the, the, the topic itself. So I think that's really fun. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, deep into your accounting major. I mean, so accounting majors at this point in the semester with the classes that you're taking, how how is it? Like, what where is it? Pretty busy? Is it pretty overwhelming right now? What, what kind of things are on your plate? I think right now accounting as a whole has been going actually pretty good this year. Mm-hmm. Um, one reason for that though is usually the first semester or the first month of junior accounting majors. We do uh, fall recruiting, yeah. so there's interviews after interviews after interviews with all of the accounting firms. Yeah. But um, I was blessed before I entered into junior year. I went to a one-day internship and landed an internship for next summer. Awesome. So, yeah. So that took away a lot of stress. Yeah. Um, for me this year. Yeah. So the interviews are for internships right now, but you're yes. set. Yeah. I already I didn't have to go through that process. So that's taken away a lot of stress for me, so I can just focus on um, the subject itself and at hand. Yeah. So yeah. Can you sh- can you share which firm you're working for? Yeah, I'm working in Lake Oswego uh, for awesome. Aldrich. Awesome. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So like, okay, so um, this happened last year. You were you worked for them for just one day. Uh, it was a one day internship. Yeah, but it oh was goodness. basically just an eight hour long interview. Yeah. So got there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they played games. We ta- actually talked about our five strengths, and uh, we played games. We had an improv in front of the whole. You had the room. improv. Yeah, we had to make a song out of like rhyming words and stuff. Sounds like, that. like a fun group of people. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I chose them because I fell in love with the people. Because not only were they interviewing me, but I was also interviewing them the whole day. Yeah. Yep. And then at the end of the day, to top it all off, we went down on the um, river and we did the jet boat rides. So, they, took so they were like, basically, you didn't know accounting <laughs> that day. <laughs> no, no. And actually, none of the interviews that I ever had for like an accounting position mm. included numbers in the interview. It's always just like, who are you? What are your hobbies? What's your extracurriculars? Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, because working in the team is really, really important. And yes. they want to get to know you. Yes. Um, how do you feel like what, what was like? the moment where you feel like you were confident that you built some really, really solid relationships and credibility with them? I think right when I got there, I just introduced myself to the people that were standing in there and then um, found a place of like an area where we both had something in common. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people in Oregon, I figured out, like hiking. So, (laughs) yes. So we just talked about hiking for a majority of the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, some people had animals, so we talked about dogs for a while. It's just That's cool. if you find something in common with somebody and you can talk about it, then yeah. it gets you pretty far. Have you ever seen Parks and Rec? I have. Okay, yes. so like what I'm picturing in my head right now is just like you are Ben Wyatt and you're going into <laughs> that accounting firm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and every time he goes in and gets hired and he's looking for a job, they're like celebrating because they love him. Yeah. And then he always disappoints them because <laughs> he like quits and he does something else. That's kind of yeah. what it was writing of. Uh, like they're just fun bunch of nerds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Do you feel like, do you consider yourself, like would you ever identify yourself as a geek or a nerd? Mm, in the classroom. Out of the classroom, no. Yeah. I like to have fun. Yeah. And, yeah. Like 
talk about random stuff yeah, besides yeah, yeah. just numbers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but in the classroom, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so you are kind of like, uh, like academics is really, really important to you. It like, is, yeah. Okay, so one thing that I learned about you last week is that you're a very organized person. I am. And you like yeah. to have a lot of structure to things. So I don't know if, so can I share this one fun fact about you? Yes, What sure. you do prior to the next day mm -hmm. is that you, that's when you uh, pick the, the, the pieces of clothing that you want to wear for the next day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and that says what about you? Um, I think it just makes the next day easier for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very functional for you. Yeah. Maybe a control thing. I'm not sure. I think I don't know if it's a control thing, but I think it's no. just it, I, I think it's just a lot of just um, pre-planning pre-planning. Yeah. Which I respect. I think it's a little quirky. <laughs> well, I mean, I, at least for me, because I don't know what I'm wearing until five seconds before I put it on. Yeah, I can't do that. That just stresses me out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, How does that so but I didn't ask you, like, how does that spill over into your academics and your study habits? Tell me a little bit about like. Just real quick, like, what are some things that you feel like you really, really do well when it comes to being successful, a successful student? Yeah, good question. I would say planning is definitely a big part of my, like, school life. Yeah. So I don't necessarily write everything down. Yeah. But in my head, I have a pretty good idea of what I'm going to do yeah. and when and how long it's going to take me. So I'm pretty organized that way. See, okay, so that part is interesting. How You feel like you are a good judge of how much time you need to complete a task or a project or an assignment. Yes, except for when it comes to studying, I can overstudy sometimes. But other than that, like homework assignments, I can be like, oh, this will take me like yeah. 44 minutes or something. Yeah. Maybe not that exact, but... <laughs> wow, that is precision. Yeah. That is something to be like bragging about, I feel like. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um, you came into your junior year with, uh, uh, with also the RA role. Mm -hmm. And um, that is why we have one-on-ones together. And I don't know about you, but I would say it's been awesome. Yes. Definitely. I don't want to put words in your mouth. No, it's been pretty <laughs> awesome. I can agree to that. Um, but prior to this year, let me ask you some questions. Like, first of all, like, what were you like your first year at Fox? And I'm like, and how would you compare and contrast yourself to now versus then? Oh, wow. Hmm. I would say freshman year coming in, I was like, didn't know anything. Mm -hmm. So I guess I really... I pushed myself to try to do everything that I could freshman year. Yeah. And I think that's one of the best decisions I made for myself freshman year. So like every single dance I was there. Um, but I think that mainly had to do with my roommate too. Cause she was like, I was very shy, mm -hmm. I think still and pretty introverted. So she was like, come with me, like, let's go. Yeah. And so ever since then I, I've carried that into this year too, but just like expanding my activities was a huge part of freshman year yeah. and also friendships like before fox i didn't have very many close christian friends if any yeah and coming to george fox like the people that i surrounded myself with like and then diving deeper into relationships i found a lot of close christian friends where we could 
um, have very similar ideas on life and God and the future, yeah. even, which is really great. Yeah. I always forget, like, you're, you, you identify as an introvert. Yes. Yeah. But I know how relational you are and how deeply you care about your friends and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, it's not that I thought that introverts don't like people. Mm-hmm. I'm an introvert myself, and I know we deeply, deeply care about other people. But I, um, but you're so kind and friendly. Um, that's, like, my first impression of you. Oh. And, like, um, and often introverts, um, you know, the stereotypical introvert is a little bit more reserved. And even though I would say, now that I know you a little bit better, I can see where some of that reservedness comes out of. I, I always, like, my first impression of you was always like, oh, she's so outgoing. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't view myself as outgoing. Yeah. Yeah, it just shows you how smart I am. <laughs> no, I think it also has to do with, like, the group that I'm with. Like, if, I think my outgoingness comes out quickly with people that I'm comfortable with. Yeah. So if I get comfortable to somebody, then I may talk more to them or, you know, it just yeah. happens like that. Yeah. In, in terms of like getting through your first year, what do you feel like was like the ultimate challenge for you personally? Like, did you feel like first year was, was a, a big transition? Like was transitioning to the college a, a big thing or was it kind of like no big deal? To me, it was pretty big, yeah. especially because I came in as a nursing major Oh, so, that's right. Yeah, I did. So you had a vision for nursing at one point. I did kind of. Yeah. So the summer before, I was questioning it. Because yeah. to be honest, I'm pretty sure the only reason why I really wanted to do nursing was so I could wear the scrubs. Wait, <laughs> hold so- on. Why, why is that? Why was that like something that you were like, heck yeah, I, I want to wear some scrubs? I don't know. They just look so comfy and like <laughs> you can wear them all day long. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Like there was more, there was more reasons to that too, but it was kind of. I don't know, when I got to Fox and I was sitting in AMP and like bio, I took AP bio in high school too. And mm-hmm. it was like, I was good at it, but I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. And so I didn't want to put myself through four years of bio personally. But I mean, that's a big statement. Like, so like, was that an easy thing to like navigate oh, no. through or like, what were you like doubting it throughout no. the whole time? Oh yes. So, um, I think the first week on Friday, yeah. I decided I can't do this. I'm, I need to switch my major. I have no idea like what's happening, but I was like so stressed out. So I called my dad and I was like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I'm really stressed out. Um, I don't feel like God is pulling me towards nursing. I don't know. And he's like, okay, well, you don't have to like know right now, but just like look around, you can switch your major, just pick something though. And I was like, and then he can sit, he said like, you can change it later. So I went on to George Fox's uh, page and looked at the list of majors. I was scrolling and then I scrolled back up to the top and I was like, accounting. That's kind of interesting. Like, (laughs) what? Yeah. (laughs) That's how you found accounting? That's how I found accounting. Like that's the first time it was because I was looking at, because I knew God wanted me to be at George Fox. I just didn't know why or what for. Yeah. And so I just, I don't know. I felt like it must have been just a God calling, like in my head. I, was I mean, like, it has to be. Yeah. How does accounting jump up, like jump out at you like that? I don't, to be honest, I'm not really sure. I knew I liked <laughs> numbers. I liked math more than I liked science. Yeah, yeah. And I knew, and then I looked into it. I was like, oh, accounting is basically all numbers. And I was like, well, how much math do you need to know? And it was basically all you need to know is adding and subtracting. <laughs> but like, it's more complicated than that. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, you know, this might be possible. Yeah. But the first 
like for so long, maybe the entire freshman year, I was questioning like my choice the entire year. So it was a very like your your choice of accounting. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it's like, well, I just picked it randomly. Like, what if God did want me to be a nursing major? Like, what if? What if? What if? Oh, yeah, the yeah. whole year. Yeah, yeah. So it was a big struggle for me, um, especially like surrounding myself with people that had like passion for what they wanted to do. Like, yeah. and they wanted to be a physical therapist their whole life. And then there's me freshman year. I just randomly picked accounting. Like, and you don't take accounting classes until sophomore year. So it was like what happens if I take my first accounting class and I absolutely hate it. So yeah. it was just a definite like worry season just because of my major yeah. me, and like identity and stuff like that. But you found out like real quick, you said you're the first Friday of the first yeah. week, that, right? Yes. So you knew right away, like bio was not it at all. Yeah. You're like, screw the scrubs. Yeah. Not worth it. It's not yeah, worth it. Nope. Wow. And then like, you know, talking with your dad and he encouraged you to, so that was kind of big, right? Yeah, that was, yep, definitely shed a few tears because I wasn't sure if I was making a decision out of fear or if I was making a decision because that's what God wanted me to do. In general, do you feel like, okay, so if you had to choose which one, which of you, which part of you that you trust more in general when it comes to these big decisions, do you trust your head or do you trust your heart? Do you go like, oh, oh I trust the way that I'm thinking through this or do you go, no, I trust the way that I feel about this? definitely my head yeah i think through a lot of things yeah, and yeah i think it's easier to trust my like thinking about every situation yeah. rather than like relying on emotion yeah but it, it was important for you to like get some sort of confirmation yes. that you were in the right major or you were going in the right direction yes it so was. what was what was that how do you, like so okay now you know obviously yes I, when you talk about accounting, you, not only do you love it, you're very confident in it, and like you're, you're, you're awesome at it. Like, what were some of? Do you remember when you felt like, yeah, I made the right choice? I'm not sure. It may have been all the way until sophomore year when I took my first accounting class, and it was just me taking the class, enjoying it, and like when there was a really hard problem and I solved it, it was like a complete feeling of satisfaction. Yeah. And so it was like. I had to wait wow. a long time to figure out, like, it was just, it was too much fear, I guess, throughout freshman year, just yeah. because of my major. Yeah. Especially because I knew, like, oh, if I change now, then maybe I'd be a year behind. But, yeah, it took me all the way until sophomore year, I guess, to really realize that accounting was what was planned for me. So, you, like, in your early days in actual accounting courses, you were, like, I love this. Like uh, these complicated problems. I want to dive into these more. Oh yeah. That's pretty powerful. Yeah. So like you can like kind of remember that it, it like excited you. It wasn't like a turnoff. No. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So, and it also helped too. Cause one of my friends took it with me and she absolutely hated it. So I was like, if she <laughs> hates it and I love it, then that's more of like a, Oh, this isn't for everybody. So maybe it's for me. Wow. And she was like, oh, you're going to be in my account when I am when I have my own business. And I'm like, sure, I'll do that. Like, I'll take away no, for your real. stress and I'll take it for you. And I'll enjoy taking that stress away from you so that so, I can enjoy doing it. Yeah. So, like, right there, like, you already have, like, a vision for how, like, you're going to help other people. Yes. In, like, the work that you you want to do and, like, skill sets that you're building. Yeah. Accounting That's, is definitely the core of many businesses. Yeah. And even just personal lives of people. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like 
it's going to make a huge impact on other people. Yeah. Have you ever seen Breaking Bad? I've, I've seen the first episode. Okay, but. okay. The wife of the main character is uh, an accountant and a bookkeeper, and then she does some really bad things with oh. numbers. <laughs> you have a lot of power. Yeah. <laughs> Great responsibility, too. So. Yeah. Do, uh, do you guys, in accounting, is there like an ethics course as well, some sort of like... Yeah, all business majors are required to take an ethics course. Yeah, yeah. And we do ethics in the first like month of accounting too. Yeah, but you know, like in so many movies and TV shows that involve like like laundering money. You know, you've seen yeah. that. It's huge. Yep. Cooking, no, cooking yeah. the books. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Like, what, explain to to someone who's an idiot and who does like me, who doesn't know anything about like how do accountants cheat? <laughs> what does that actually entail? What are you actually trying to do? Well. I think it's more just like hiding your expenses. Also <laughs> like um, trying to get taxes for stuff, like tax deductions for stuff that you it's, doesn't count as a yeah. tax deduction. Yeah, so yeah. just stuff like that. We're not super into that right now where I'm at, mm-hmm. but we're going to get into it more next semester. I'm really excited. So you guys talk about that kind of s- stuff oh, yeah, a little fraud, bit. I think, yeah. Fraud. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yep. That's crazy. I'm excited for it. No, but it, it gives the show, not that... <laughs> I don't know why I wanted to talk about that for a second. But yeah, like I would like no getting to know you more and more. I realized like you're the exact type of person that I would want to be my accountant. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Cuz Yeah. And I I'd imagine just like any other profession or on any other field, there are people who just kind of fall into it and they don't really they're good at it, but they're not necessarily passionate about it. But that's like what struck that's what strikes me about you is that you actually enjoy it. And that's, I think that's like one of the coolest things ever. Thanks. Right? Because like, it doesn't feel like work then for you in the future. Like, do you ever think about that? Do you ever feel like, I really won't have to ever feel like I'm working if I really enjoy this? Yeah, no. I mean, some of the like bad things about accounting, I would say is sometimes you can work 70 to 80 hours. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Doing like during tax season and stuff. So that's the one thing where I'm like, can I handle this? Will I be able to do this? Yeah. But it's like. That's for CPA firms and stuff like that. So it's like if I don't quite enjoy that, I can just go work for like a church or, you know, something where it's not as heavy on the hours, but I'll still enjoy doing it because there's endless opportunities for accounting. Yeah, because every type of organization requires accounting. Definitely. So like, is that stressful to like, do you do you even like think about, okay, so there's accounting and the, the actual work and skill of doing that. But like, do you have any idea like what sort of organization or what sort of business you would ever want to consider? I've gotten like counsel from people and they said, start big and then figure out where you want to go. Yeah. So I thought about working for a big four, but then I, this summer. What is a big four? It's one of the big four CPA firms in Portland. Okay. Okay. And basically if you work there, you can work anywhere. And then um, the one I'm in is pretty medium-sized, but there's so many niches. So mm-hmm. you can do, like, medical, agriculture, yeah. stuff like that. So it's like you can find your niche, and then from there you can keep working yeah. with them if you enjoy it. Or you can find, like, a smaller place that fits you and yeah. your lifestyle and your culture and stuff like that. How much, I mean, I'm sure it matters some, but how much does it matter to you that you find your niche? Like, do you feel like you could be someone who could go from medical to, like, whatever, like, and make that transition easily? Like, does that matter to you? Do you feel like, 
the type of accountant like or, or like how well you become an accountant depends on ultimately the the subject matter or the, the the type of organization that you ultimately work for i think like a big part of me is i love learning so yeah. if i'm in a niche too long and it all of a sudden like i become too like not this is sound bad but if i tem- become too good at it where there's no more learning yeah i think i'll want to switch into something where like, ah. i'll keep learning yeah and like tax tax you keep learning because tax laws always change right so it's like that's another really intriguing part of accounting for me is yeah. there's never any learning but when it comes to like specific niches i don't think it really matters to me what matters is the people i'm surrounded by at my work yeah 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 um tell me like what's really important to you when it comes to this idea of like team and like coworkers and stuff like that like what what has your experience been is really really important to you uh, that you need as an individual I- as a part of a team? Well, definitely just the sense of community is huge. Like if I go anywhere, I want to have a sense of community. Like yeah. I want to make bonds. I want to meet people. Yeah. I want, even if I have clients, like I want to know them more than just their numbers. Like I want like I want to get to know them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a really big, it's pretty important to me. Yeah. Do you feel like you've had really, really good, overall like really good experiences overall with teams in your in your life or have you experienced some like really bad teams and you can you know the difference i'd say for the most part i've had pretty good teams yeah i've had like i played softball in high school yeah i've had teams where the coaches weren't so great but yeah. the team bonded over that and so it's like like team. what do you mean so like the like the coach becomes like the object of all of your frustrations so you guys like bond together yes, definitely really yes it was crazy but honestly that may have been the fa- like my most favorite softball team i was on because we got so close because we all shared like common hurt i guess oh my gosh okay so like so break that down a little bit like so here's the thing like were you guys also like a, a good team like a good softball team surprisingly yeah we we pushed through yeah like the coach definitely hurt us i would say but yeah yeah. like i think it brought us to motivate each other more so how do you think about it now do you feel like you would change that aspect of it would you would you be like oh yeah i wish that year was great i wish we had a more caring coach and someone who like wasn't like that but do you do you go like well maybe we wouldn't have been as close yeah so how do you like process that i don't think we would have been as close as we were if the coach was not our coach that year like i met one of my best friends through that team because of the common that we shared i I have such a reaction to that danielle (laughs) i don't know why because i'm like well maybe then maybe then there's a place for poor leadership maybe I'd, no, I don't, I don't believe this. Yeah. I don't believe this. Is I that, feel like that you could have you could have gotten as close without that aspect of it. Maybe so, but that team dynamic we got close fast. Yeah. Maybe maybe it just had to do with time, like yeah. the time of it. We got close really fast. Yeah, I mean, but I know that phenomenon happens a lot. Actually, mm-hmm. like uh, Band of I don't know if you ever saw. Did you ever see Band of Brothers? That yeah. show. So no. you know, it's a World War II film. Okay. But like that's basically what happened. It's like so it um, the the specific company that it's based on, like the main people 
um, it was one group of people coming out of boot camp. And in that boot camp, they had basically the worst drill sergeant ever. Like just tortured them. It was just awful. But in some ways, the film is basically saying the reason why they were so resilient and so bonded was because of that experience. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, I don't know how to think about that. Because it's like, yeah, like I think great, extraordinary teams come out of um, a lot of obstacles like that. But does it have to be that way? Does it, does it require like a terrible boss or a terrible drill sergeant no. to create those sort of bonds? I don't think so. I think great leaders can also bring people together. I feel like Ooh. that's healthier. <laughs> Definitely healthier. Okay, that makes me feel better. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so not a victory for those bad leaders. Because you know what? Because I can imagine like your baseball coach or whoever that was. I mean, no offense now. He's probably changed or what, he or she. I don't know who it is, but but maybe they took like took credit for a lot of the good things that happened. Maybe they were like, yeah, I'm the reason why they're maybe. all bonded. Yeah, like positive. But then wouldn't yep. that frustrate you? People's like, no, that's not yeah, it at all. Because it was individual team members. Yeah. But I will say we definitely had we had a coach that actually the following season that got so our coach got replaced. Mm-hmm. We got replaced with another coach that wasn't so great because they it was it was another like poor coach. But that team was different because this was a high school team. The coach before that was for a summer league, so it was a bunch of random girls throughout the cities. Yeah. But anyway, the one through my high school, they weren't so good, but that also teared our team apart. Oh, so I okay. think it has to do with the people on the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like both ways can be not so good yeah. or good, depending. I think it all just depends. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's, it's a lot of factors, right? Yeah. But I have a pet peeve. Like, I just don't like bad coaches. Why are you coaching? Right. Stop coaching. Yep. Um, I mentioned earlier, uh, you came into this year, um, junior year, uh, as an RA, um, and it, you know, at Fox is a, it's a student leader position and, um, you actually oversee, uh, half of a floor on Lashana. I do. Um, tell me about like, well, I mean, first of all, like overall, what do you know about the RA role now that you didn't really know when you were signing up for it last year? I think I didn't know a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly, I think one of the questions I asked you, like before, during the interview, was, yeah. "Can RAs return?" I'm pretty sure that was pretty obvious, but I just didn't know. Like there was a lot of things about the RA position that I didn't know coming yeah. into it. I was just kind of like, "I know that my RA does stuff, but I have no idea what they do." Yeah. And then I kind of just went full force into it. So I didn't know there was staff time or a class or. Oh, so there's a lot of like technical stuff that you just didn't didn't know. I didn't know a lot of the technical stuff. Okay. Or training before. Um, But yeah. So you didn't really like realize that we would be, excuse me, we would be having one-on-ones like this. Like this, you had no vision for like us spending like just, just like quality time and staff time and things like that. Retreats. Did you know about retreats? That's the only thing I didn't know. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So like, well, I mean, I'm just curious because <laughs> those are some of the best stuff about it. I know. What did you What did you sign up for? Well, I signed up. Um, I 
I heard about the R retreat. Yeah. And then what? what it <laughs> I just want that free <laughs> Airbnb <laughs> once a semester. It's worth it. And I do duty nights and stuff too. But what I really wanted to do was just meet more people like and yeah. provide a sense of um, safety for people if yeah. they have any problems. That, yeah. Like I just wanted to be that person on the floor. And you are that person. Like you embody that so much. Like I think that's like one of, one of my favorite qualities about you. You're so others focused. It's like it drives me crazy because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not like that. And I've had to work at that, but it just it just comes out of you. And I know that you do work at it. I know that you are very intentional. That's not what I'm trying to say. But like um, in terms of like, do you feel like as you've come into this year, though, um, what would you say would, was like is and was the personal challenge? Like, what did you hope to experience? What were you, what, what kind, what sort of like question marks were, were there about like you and yourself? So if you think about the, the RA role as like a mirror, what have you been looking at? What have you been like exploring about yourself? Definitely growth. Like whether that's time management, like yeah. I feel like I've gotten even better at it. Like yeah. it's definitely been important for me to like work on that. Um, also intentionality, like seeking out my residents instead of like, like right. I don't know, just pushing myself because I am more introverted. So it's like, oh, I, I need to work on that. Also, um, I'd say like perfectionism I've worked on a lot. Um, like to become less perfectionistic? Yeah. Okay. Like just analyzing too much or like each conversation with a resident. Like it doesn't have to For be sure. perfect, For but sure. it has to just like. You know, as long as they know that you care and yeah. stuff like that. Um, yeah. And I guess getting to know, like, the staff better, too. Like, figuring out what the team is like when you're an RA and, like, how does, like, their experiences impact yours and um, just diving deeper into the other RAs' lives and stuff like that. Do you feel like the the role and the team and just the overall all the experiences that relate to your responsibilities has made a positive impact on you? Oh yeah. So far. Yes. I mean, we're still early, right? Like, I mean, yeah. I guess it's November now. It's the beginning of the end. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly feel that way because, like, as an AC, I'm like, okay, so we've put in a lot of good work, mm-hmm. and August, September, October are kind of like deep let's get into the nitty-gritty months and then november we're like okay we can kind of like take our foot off the gas pedal a little bit we're just kind of you know cruising Mm -hmm. but for me as an ac i'm like oh you guys are gonna be out of my life soon oh already (laughs) so got like a whole half year and yeah and i just want to be clear i want to be clear it's not like i'm looking forward to it okay i'm not looking ahead what i'm trying to say is it's it's like sand slipping through my fingers oh wow <laughs> was that dramatic that was pretty dramatic yeah. okay but it was good. it's real I enjoyed it yeah it's real uh-huh it is but um yeah like posi- I, mean, I mean so I, i'm always just curious about like i think um and it's not just unique to the ra position but it is an opportunity right you see it as an opportunity to you're kind of like part of your job is to put yourself out there and part of your job is to like think about ways that you're experiencing new things or you know new perspectives and like if it really does act like a mirror what are you seeing change over time you know and you said growth and you said like d- 
dealing with perfectionism and things like that. Like how big is like so give me some like uh context, like how big is that in your life? Are these things that you, that have been on your mind for in the heart for a very long time? Are these things that are you're just like, no, I'm just kind of like discovering these things, my tendencies. I didn't realize how perfectionistic I was before. Like how would you characterize it? Yeah, I think definitely clarity would be a big word for me. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think I've ever like sat down and talked to somebody who would like make me realize more stuff about myself. And I think like through clarity, I can grow. Yeah. Like if I don't see stuff, then it's like, how can I grow through that? Yeah. So yeah, growth has definitely been like huge for me through clarity. Um, and just talk like thinking about like my past and reflecting. I don't think I've ever did that. I think I just lived day by day and like in into the, moment. the future. Yeah. And oh, okay. yeah. More into and the you're future. more futuristic in general. Like you, you are a planner. You like to think ahead yes. and things like that. Yes. So I don't like just sit down and reflect like, um, a common question I've gotten more than I have any other years. Like, how's your week been? And mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, what did I even do this week? I don't even remember. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just reflection has been, um, a new thing for me. Definitely. Yeah. Does it feel more like, why do I need to do that? Or do you feel like there is an important practice that you're developing because of that? I think it's definitely important um, because then you can figure out where you actually are and maybe places where you can improve or um, like be more present, make the most out of your time. Because if your weeks are just flying by, it's like, what are you doing? Like, are you actually spending time where you want to spend time? Yeah. Wow. That's a very good question. Like, am I spending the time the way that I want to? And how would how would I know if I didn't know that? Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, 1247. Okay. I want to get to rapid fire questions. Oh. You know about rapid fire questions, don't you? A little bit, yeah. Okay. So lots of questions in succession. And it's just kind of your first reaction to it. Right. And then hopefully people get a good snapshot into a little more about who you are as a person okay um are you ready yes okay here we go what is your enneagram type nine and do you like that i do uh what what time of the day person are you are you like early bird night owl mid mid wolf i don't know i don't know what the animal for the midday person is um i would say i'm any type as long as i get eight hours but it doesn't matter where it is so you feel like you can study morning afternoon or evening and still be as productive as long as i get my eight hours if i don't then i'm the whole day is kind of messed up yeah so you're definitely okay but you wake up early sometimes okay yeah it just depends on the day all right What's your favorite word? Clavicle. (laughs) (laughs) The bone? Yeah. (laughs) It's just kind of fun to say. (laughs) It does sound like many, it could be many things. It could be an instrument. Mm -hmm. It could be um, a type of predator. Yeah, it could. I don't know. It's I don't know. Clavicle. Have you ever broken your clavicle bone? No, that'd be pretty bad, though. Okay. No, I, I bet there's a story, but we don't have time for it. Okay. What's your least favorite word? Disappointment. Really? Yeah. 
That's a deep word. I want to know more about that too. <laughs> What's your favorite sound? Oh, this is a weird question. Um, my least favorite or favorite? No, your most favorite sound. Oh, wind. Wind. You're a wind person. Yeah. D- uh, okay. So we know what character you would be in Airbender yes. and Captain Planet. <laughs> Who inspires you? My mom. Mm. Who has taught you the most about life that's not your family? Probably my roommate. Mm. What's your favorite book? The Bible. And what's your favorite sub uh, subject or like subtopic that you could talk about all the time with obnoxiously, annoyingly with other people? Probably hiking. You like hiking a yeah, lot. I do. Yeah. What's overrated? Mm. Chips. Chips? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Potatoes that are baked. Overrated, huh? Overrated. My goodness. What's underrated? Mm. Probably guacamole. Danielle, you're saying guacamole is underrated? Do you know how much it sells for at Chipotle? I don't think you I understand kinda, what underrated means. I kind of just said that because I know you don't like it. Oh, my gosh. All right. Favorite tool or object that you carry around with you all the time? Calculator. What kind of calculator do you have? Do you have like one of those TI-83 pluses? Yes. So I think it's an 84. Oh, you went. Oh, you're like, you're like a professional. I see. Yeah. What's your favorite brand or company? Goodwill. I'm going to add a new one here. What's your favorite band or song? Oh, I'm not actually sure right now. Kind of going through a lot of like different artists. (laughs) I love what you said. It just sounded like you're having an existential crisis when it comes to song choice. (laughs) I'm going through a lot. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I'm not really sure. What's your most used app Ooh. on your phone? Ooh, probably my messages. Yeah. It's an app. When do you feel strongest? Probably when I'm climbing a mountain or something. Yeah, yeah. like traversing an obstacle? Yes, yeah. physically. When do you feel uh, that you're at your weakest? Probably after, um, probably after like failure mm-hmm. or disappointment. Yeah. And then what's one of your rules of life? Ooh, be kind. Be kind. That's like, I love that. Will I Am just wrote a song called Be Nice. Oh yeah, I've heard it. You heard it? Uh-huh. That's what it reminded me of. I like it. That's it. Good job. Thanks. How do you feel? Good. Do you feel like podcasting might be something that you do more regularly in the future? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe you should do a podcasting on a podcast on accounting. Ooh, that'd be actually. I would probably do that. Yeah. Or I mean, because we need to get you back into your K Fox mode. I know. Yeah, it's been on too long. Yeah. Let's get K Fox back. Yeah. Um, you have a good podcast voice too. Oh, thank you. Okay, so if people want to criticize you for your love for of guacamole and other things where can they find you on the internet um 
Danielle on Instagram. Five L's. <laughs> Five L's? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. That's awesome. You're on Instagram. Um, as always, uh, people, you can find me, Minsu Choi, at I am Minsu Choi on every single social media network, including TikTok. I'm on TikTok now. Yes. And um, yeah, thank you so much for for um, listening in. Thank you, Danielle, for being on this episode. Yeah, thanks for having um, me. What I uh, like doing is coercing you to promote the podcast right now. So can you tell everyone? to like and subscribe and rate this podcast highly on whatever uh, podcast service you get podcasts from yes definitely like and subscribe we'll do that thank you well not no not you tell other people you don't you don't have to do that can you can you pitch an educated life right now now. yeah you should listen to this yeah everybody should listen to this this is the best podcast ever yeah yes. great words from multiple different people yeah and all those things are true mm-hmm. anyways um as always we definitely appreciate uh all of you who listen in and support this podcast and affirm me and give me compliments and show how, show me how much you love me by rating this podcast really well um as always our goal is to become the number one podcast in the pacific northwest higher education christian field specifics yeah it's good but i think it's doable oh yeah all right shout outs before we close out uh shout out to katie diaz malia yeah kylie bella wow uh, my ra staff yes and all of pub one cool have a wonderful day everybody bye danielle bye